Hello, and welcome back for this bonus episode of I Wasn't Always Like This, an uplifting podcast about living with depression. Inspired by something someone else wrote, I was led down the path to record this message. Thank you for listening. Don't give up. Don't give in. It's just the journey. The darkness grows the sea. Bonus episode, tightrope walking. I was recently gifted with some wisdom. A kind gentleman let me use his words. He wrote, the paths we choose in our best moments are tightropes we have to negotiate in our weakest. I'm going to repeat that. The paths we choose in our best moments are tightropes we have to negotiate in our weakest. Let me start by going back a bit. One of the images, metaphors, analogies, whatevers, I use to describe living with depression is this one. That surrendering to the darkness often used to feel like sinking into a deep, plush, roomy lounge chair with a cup of cocoa and a blankie. Comfy, safe, protected from the world, and that choosing to live a happy life was like walking on a tightrope with no net below. And in using that description, I would ask with some laughter, which would you choose? I have been able to choose the tightrope. It takes a lot of work, and there are still some days when that lounge chair not only beckons, it wins. And that's okay for an afternoon. I just don't choose to live there anymore. However, when I read these words recently, I was stopped in my tracks. Let me repeat it again. The paths we choose in our best moments are tightropes we have to negotiate in our weakest. Yeah, I I just keep sitting with that. It also reminds me of something I used to say about my past relationships, that the things, the qualities that draw people to me and lead them to believe that they want to be in a relationship with me are almost always, okay, actually always, the first things, qualities, that they throw in my face as their reason for leaving. You're so friendly becomes you are too friendly. You're kind to everyone becomes, why are you so kind to everyone? Your darkness attracts me. Very quickly becomes, yikes. Yeah, just yikes. And of course, the weirdest one, how can you be so grateful all the time? Is that even possible? Yes, it is. It's how I stay alive. So in reading these amazing words written by this lovely human who is letting me use them, I was struck on so many levels. The concept of what feeds, sustains, and supports us becoming the very thing that scares, stops, or challenges us. Spot on. And the fact that he used the tightrope image, perfection. Again, 
Hear this. The paths we choose in our best moments are tightropes we have to negotiate in our weakest. When I chose to leave Alaska, and I knew that Maddie and I would be driving the Alcan, the Alaska Highway portion, on our own, I felt empowered, excited, so ready for the adventure until shortly before we left, and suddenly I wondered about flat tires and engine trouble and hitting a bison. When I sign up to interpret a show that is difficult, or one of my favorites, I get so jazzed to do the gig, until it approaches, and I wonder, how can I ever do this piece of theater justice? What if I can't do it? When I step into a ministerial opportunity, officiating a wedding, providing counseling, clearing a house. I feel like I am answering my truest call until the moment comes to show up and I question my ability, the very path itself that I have chosen and love. Life is a series of tightrope walks. We all know this, relationships, employment, health challenges, financial crises, births, deaths, celebrations, grief, change, it's all one tightrope after the next. Some of it feels absolutely exhilarating, some insanely terrifying. And for the most part, all of those moments are also both at once exhilarating and terrifying. I've officiated enough weddings to know that even when everything is perfectly in place and the love is completely present, there is still a moment of, oh my, here we go. In fact, I like to tell my wedding couples on the day of the ceremony that this is what it's going to feel like. That moment when you're on a roller coaster and you've reached the top of the big hill and there's a pause and you might think, dear Lord, what have I gotten myself into? And the only thing to do at that point is throw your hands up and say, wee, because here you go. The best choice, the sweetest moment, the deepest joy we feel at the pinnacle of any encounter in our life also carries with it the sensation of, holy handbags, what am I doing here? What do I do with this? It is, yet again, a moment of both and. To experience the power of stepping into the best choice in our moments of strength and knowing, with full confidence and trust, while also acknowledging the fear or trepidation of what it might become or how things might change. And to step in anyway, fully. This thought brought to mind one of my most cherished quotes from Howard Thurman in his book, For the Inward Journey. It's a big one, so settle in. He wrote, Keep fresh before me the moments of my high resolve. Despite the dullness and barrenness of the days that pass, if I search with due diligence, I can always find a deposit left by some former radiance but I had forgotten. At the time, it was full-orbed, glorious, and resplendent. I was sure that I would never forget. In the moment of its fullness, I was sure that it would illumine my path for all the rest of my journey. 
I'd forgotten how easy it is to forget. There was no intent to betray what seemed so sure at the time. My response was whole, clean, authentic. But little by little, there crept into my life the dust and grit of the journey. Details, lower level demands, all kinds of cross currents, nothing momentous, nothing overwhelming, nothing flagrant, just wear and tear. If there had been some direct challenge, a clear cut issue, I would have fought it to the end and beyond. In the quietness of this place, surrounded by the all-pervading presence, my heart whispers, keep fresh before me the moments of my high resolve, that in fair weather or in foul, in good times or in tempests, in the days when the darkness and the foe are nameless or familiar, I may not forget that to which my life is committed. Keep fresh before me the moments of my high resolve. Ah, I love that reading. It reminds me to remember. And it also teaches me that if we step into those choices, onto those paths, with the fear that the moment of high resolve would later become a tightrope that both intimidates and stops us, we would never make the choice. We would be stuck immovable, like Hamlet. Really, reread that to be or not to be soliloquy. It's all in there. Anyway, where have I gone with all of this? I think it has led me to this next question. Is it worth it? Is it worth the risk of the tightrope to choose the path we want to walk in the moment that we are making that choice? Do we take that offer of new employment do we go ahead and move to another state? Do we accept that invitation of marriage or commitment? Do we say yes to that opportunity presented to us? Or do we question all of those offers and instead of heading out onto the path, do we say to ourselves, well, it might go badly. It might become a tightrope later. Is that any way to live? And this reminds me of, yet again, another wise sage. Dame Marjorie Chardin, otherwise known as Maud in the movie Harold and Maud. In a scene where she and Harold are sharing stories with one another, he shares from his heart that he, quote unquote, enjoys being dead. Maud responds, I understand. A lot of people enjoy being dead, but they're not dead really. They're just backing away from life. Reach out. Take a chance, get hurt even, but play as well as you can. Go team, go. Give me an L, give me an I, give me a V, give me an E, L-I-V-E, live. Thank you, Maud. And with living comes choices. Choices, 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 so many choices. The one for me that feels like the most important, the one that shows up in everything, is the choice between love and fear. To go ahead and walk the path in front of me or to stay put because I don't want to end up out on the tightrope. 
This reflection also led me to a song that came through me a few years ago. The song speaks to how our thoughts are creative, and they are. We can choose with our thinking to make this life a broken, pothole-filled, uphill slog that leads us in circles, stuck where we don't want to be. Or we can choose to create with our thinking a yellow brick road that takes us through challenges and adventures to a life that we cannot predict and yet still somehow find reasons to be grateful for. It's always a choice, our choice. The hook of the lyric is, do I believe what I see or do I see what I believe? Do I create my life or am I letting life create me? Now, please don't misunderstand me. I am no Pollyanna. Okay, well, at least I'm not Pollyanna all the time. This choosing and creating is not always easy or pretty. The path we walk might just end us up on a whopper of a tightrope. The thing is, though, I think that's the whole reason why we're here to remember those moments of high resolve, to choose to walk those paths, to say yes, to follow Maud's advice, to live.
Thank you so much for listening to I Wasn't Always Like This, an uplifting podcast about living with depression. The world these days has been feeling a whole lot like walking a tightrope. I get it. I'm out here walking it with you. So please take me up on my invitation to check in on the website. The whole podcast is there, starting from our first episode in June of 2020. There's also info on my book, How to Get It, and also other cool stuff. And of course, there's always that all-important contact tab. If you want to reach out or to receive my truly sporadic, informational-only emails, please use the contact tab. The website is www.revrachelhollander.com. That's Rev, R-E-V as in Valerie, rachelhollander.com. Explore, share, check in. It's there for you and for anyone you know that might need or want it. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing this. Please take good care of yourselves and one another. Talk soon.